listening to the Blue Collar Nerd Podcast. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Blue Collar Nerd Podcast. I'm the Plumber Lorian. I'm joined by Adam the Electrician. What's up? Vader the Plumber. Hello. Plum Dangerous. Yo. And we have a very special guest. We have Laura. Her Instagram handle is My Plumbing Adventure. How you doing, Laura? Hello, hello. I'm doing well. Uh, guys, we're, we're going to be uh, talking to Laura about um, basically women in the trade and just get her take on things. And Laura, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, I know I've already said your Instagram handle. Yeah, for sure. So I'm Laura. On Instagram, I'm known as My Plumbing Adventure. I'm a plumbing apprentice, so I'm learning a lot every day and still have so much to learn, but I'm enjoying it so far. It's definitely an adventure. I think everybody here can relate. I guess today we're going to talk about, without trying to offend anybody, because I know somebody's, <laughs> I know somebody, <laughs> women in the, uh, women in the trade, it doesn't have to be plumbing, although four of us here, I'm counting right, right? Yep. You're right. Yep. Yeah, Adam's an electrician. I can't really, I can only speak for myself, but my part of town here, I'm in Georgia and it's, I guess it's small town compared to Atlanta and things like that, but I've never met a female plumber, which is, was just crazy. I get that. Every time I go to a new building, like if I haven't been to that building that we service yet and a new super meets me or a new client sees me, every time I go into a place, they're like, oh, you're the plumber? Oh, wow. And so I have the same conversation over and over again with every new person about like how they've never seen a female plumber. And I know we're out there, but definitely it's few and far between for sure. I think like my, I'm union, my local is 1,500, 2,000. And I think there's 10 women. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. On Instagram, I see a lot of like female welders. I see uh, electricians as well. But in terms of plumbing, I, I do even on Instagram, they're not very plentiful. So yeah, because so, the doo doo. I'm going to I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to jump yeah, in here for a second. So plum actually, because uh, as everyone, if they don't know, I'm also in Georgia. I'm in the big town city, as plum puts it, north of Atlanta. <laughs> and actually, there is a female owned and operated plumbing company here in Georgia. I don't know their name. It's some long name, but some insert last name and daughters plumbing company. It's, I think it's just because plumbing has the trait of being like one of the dirtiest jobs, but that's under the assumption that women don't like to get dirty, which is a crock of shit. It's yeah. just fine. You know what I mean? It's, I will, yeah, I don't like I'm, to get dirty. Let's be honest here. If you're playing on stereotypes, and I'm going to be the bad guy here for a minute, but it, it, Vader, you brought up a good point about not being dirty. If you want to play on stereotypical things of house cleaners and different stuff like that, that's a dirty job in itself. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah. Why is that any different than what is it that she can't do that I can do? There's really nothing. Yeah, yeah that's right. And I, I think Instagram is awesome because you were saying I haven't met a you know a female plumber. And once I got an Instagram and like the littlest plumber and I'm, oh, yeah. and then, then Laura, I'm looking at your Instagram and obviously you're working on a lot of flushometers and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And then I'm seeing like, you're up on a ladder and you're working with cast iron in the air. And I'm like, this is awesome. What's the flushometer? Uh, uh, a toilet flush out a commercial building. <laughs> you know that okay. thing you kick with your foot when you don't want to flush it with your hand? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've never heard it called that before. That's the technical yeah. term, or a Sloan valve is what it's, you'll you'll hear a lot too. Oh, but the effort of Sloan valve, and that's why. Okay, it's like cleaning. 
It's like cleaning. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good relation to it. Um, yeah, that's like a studer studer vent. It's not a studer vent. It's an air mittens valve, but everyone calls it a studer right. vent. Studer vent yeah, is a brand. And I've actually never called it. I've never heard it called a studer vent. I've only called it an AAV. Oh my god! Everyone down here calls it a studer vent. Like everybody, and I'm like, it's not a studer vent. It's an air mittens valve. It's a brand yep. that calls it a studer vent. Yeah. And they're like, oh, same thing, potato. I'm like, not doing that. Well, I walk yeah. into a uh, supply house and I'll call it an AAV and they'll look at me like a deer in headlights, man. And, just, <laughs> and then, well, you don't mean a studer vent? Yeah. <laughs> well, boy, why'd you say is that? How they, is that with? how they talk around you, Plum? Uh, yes. Yes. Well, at, least the supply, <laughs> yes. at least the supply house around me. <laughs> in, in his area, most definitely. Hey, <laughs> there's two parts to my town. Okay. You have one side where the majority of our service calls come from. And then there's this other side where I rarely get called out there. Basically, it's country, all country. And they're either fixing it themselves or <laughs> duct taping it together. <laughs> Just make it down. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> if you get a service call out there, chances are it's going to be rigged some way, somehow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's uh, what it, my sister's my mother type of place. <laughs> yes, yes. What was that, Vader? So, what? What? I, I, wait, hold on. Do that one more time, Vader. My sister's my mother. <laughs> okay, Florida, there's a city called Biffs, M-I-M-S, and it stands for Ma, my ma or mom is my sister. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. On that note, so Laura, you <laughs> in, your, in your job and your profession and everything <laughs> like that, are you like mainly doing, like I saw obviously a flushometer, are you doing a lot of commercial or is it, is it residential, commercial? Yeah. So how I started uh, in a residential service company, but they mostly, uh, their bread and butter was doing uh, custom new builds. So I did a lot of building new custom homes, which was really great because it was a lot of fun. We could blast our job site radio. And um, I got to learn a lot of my code or at least practice my code, like supports for pipes and venting and blah, blah, blah. So that's how I got started. And then I was a shitter and they got rid of me. And I started in commercial service. And that was really nerve wracking for me because I knew nothing. And but I was lucky. I had really good mentors there. And oh, you were a shitter. Yeah, yeah was, like really shitty at my job. Oh, they tell me to do something. I'd be like, huh? What? And yeah, yeah so <laughs> it was not good. I was just saying they got rid of you because you were green, essentially. Yeah, and I think that's very common. After you fuck up enough times, they just can't look past it anymore. And yeah, they just... That's how you learn, though. Yeah, and honestly, I needed that fresh start because when I started at my company or my the company I'm with right now, they thought I was really good and I had a crap ton of tools and which was like apparently not normal for a first year coming up with like a lot of tools. And yeah, so I guess that that new change in environment allowed me to excel and accelerate my growth in plumbing. And so for a little while, I was with a journeyman every day. And within a year, before a year of being with them, they gave me a truck. And so I've been out on my own doing service calls, which is great, actually. That's so awesome. I'll, yeah. I'll this. I, I, I love the fact that I hear that you started a new construction. I've worked for companies in the past where I've had to train guys and we were a service plumbing company only. Mm-hmm. And one of the leg ups you get being in new construction is that you have that sort of already map in your head of like how things look behind walls. So you yes. have an idea 
of which way the drains run, where mm-hmm. the venting is, different things like that. And so I would explain this stuff to these guys and they'd look at me like I was crazy. And they're like, what do you mean that it goes this way? Like it just goes down. And I'm like, no, it doesn't go down. It goes off to the side because it has to hit a vent. And they're like, what's the vent for? And I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. Like this guy's <laughs> really going to take off in plumbing. Pure shitty in my eyes. That's because your journeyman didn't show you properly. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. And that's how I, oh, sorry. I didn't really grow up on tools either. So my first time using a drill was at my first plumbing company and stuff like that. So, you know, like just watching me use tools was like painful for them, I think, just because I was so like, so green when I started with them. When you started, what kind of tools did you have? Like just power tools, drill? So when I started like my very first day of plumbing i think i had a couple wrenches couple channel locks i had a level markers black multi-head just like your very very basics and then i had an impact and a driver drill something to drill holes in with and something to screw in some screws with yeah very basic and then i eventually got a sawzall a hacksaw all that fun stuff those came later though are you yeah. Milwaukee or what, what are you using? Like? Oh, yeah, I am a Milwaukee person for sure. And I'm going to stick with them because I don't want to buy a bunch of different batteries. Hell yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you guys were just talking about like the tubing copper cutters, the half yes. inch to one inch. And I, I those. love those. I got them yeah. for Christmas and they're great. I mean, they save your wrist from using those tube cutters. Like by yep. hand, they can get tough. So that just saves your wrist. Like I might not get arthritis because of this tool. I love them. I, you know, <laughs> I'm tired of all these plumbers getting all the fucking cool tools. <laughs> it comes cool ass shit for electricians too. Like Absolutely. the not <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hate hey, most copper tubing cutters. I got them also around Christmas time. I mm-hmm. used them on my, my Home Depot gift cards that I got. And I thought I was going to be like a fad. I didn't think it was something that I was use as much and i i just used it on a water heater install and i'm cutting the lines that are up above the heater i'm cutting uh-huh. the pipe that i'm fabbing up i'm like this is so much quicker that's and so it's... funny you say that honestly because that's how it was for me like i uh, when i'm doing hot water tank installs like my god it makes the job so much faster i love them you, you just get yourself uh... a metal cutting blade and a sawzall and you just cut that heater <laughs> out <laughs> and you just fucking get two shark bites and snap it in and you're yeah. good to go. Y'all are buying all these fancy tools. The first week I had my copper cutter is the, the week that I threw it across the room. <laughs> you mean force pulled it? Yeah, sorry. Oh. <laughs> you did throw it, dude. <laughs> Vader, that latest reel you had, man, with the Viking, amazing. Oh. Yeah, it's thanks. the best. I've watched it <laughs> 10 times. It's the best. I love your face you make when you show yourself watching it and you're just sitting there and also you just get like this scowl. It's the best. <laughs> I, just, I crack up every time. It's like, Vader, just, if that reel doesn't go viral, I'm quitting Instagram. I'm going to keep reposting it. I'm going to keep reposting it in my stories and just so people will keep going to it and just be like, oh, it's just, what is this? It got Viking so stuck. Psych, you fuck, I got to step up my real game. This is bullshit. <laughs> it's the best. And then it wants to do with collab with me, but I just don't know what to do with it. You let him just be the oh, creative oh, director yeah. on that. He's going to, he's going to throw you a pro press and you just catch a Klein screwdriver or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or you like put your hands up like, no, I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> so Laura, I want to ask you also, being that you're in the trade, I know in Canada, it's a little different. Vader's kind of explained to us how you like get licensed and everything down here in Georgia. Typically after three years, you're eligible. 
to apply for what is called your journeyman's. We have two types of plumbing license. Mm -hmm. We have three different types down here in Georgia. You have a journeyman's plumbing license. You have a master plumbing license restricted, meaning that you can really only work in residential homes. And then you have your master plumbing license unrestricted. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I'll be there soon. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so with that, I know that you're on your journey. You're currently plumbing now. You're going to get your license. Like what, in, in your mindset, like where do you see this? Or do you even like even care to look towards the future as someone that is, excuse me, is really about plumbing and what, what would you like to see in your future as a plumber? Yeah, the company I work for, if you you pass the courses that you can take for additional licensing, they'll they'll pay for it or I guess they'll reimburse you after you pay for it. I intend to get my gas licenses. So you start with G, I think it's your G3, G3. and then you yeah, and then you move up to G1, which is you can work on all gas. So I want to get my gas licenses. I want to get my backflow. So pretty much anything in terms of credentials or licensing that I can get, I want to obtain, of course. I just want to be like as good as I can possibly be, as valuable as I can possibly be, at least to a company. And then, I don't know, I thought maybe in the future, eventually having my own company, but that's so far away for now. Like it's a, a ways away. I'm not going to think too much about it, but I look forward to having an apprentice one day and things like that. Like I really look forward to teaching somebody. I think I'm going to be such a nice teacher. I really do. Don't <laughs> be nice. That's what you yeah. think now. Wait until you're a journeyman and then yeah. you, you get an apprentice that knows nothing. That's yep. <laughs> you, you got to tell them to get the grid like... squares and you got to tell them to get the pipe stretcher at least one yeah. time. <laughs> Nobody's you know, ever you, done that. You really, you have all this experience and you have an apprentice or you have somebody that's inexperienced and they're trying to do such a simple, uh, simple task and they struggle with it and you get like frustrated, but you have to remember that they don't know they've never done this before. And you have to like reset your mindset to, yep. Oh my gosh. That's bringing back memories. You got to <laughs> work, uh, send them, send them for the bucket of level bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a question for Laura. Why, yeah. why plumb, why plumbing? <laughs> I don't know. I never really actually like growing up. I never really considered trades as uh, a career option for me. Just never even came up. Um, I just, I was working like as a CSR customer service rep in the horse industry. I have a horse. I don't know if you remember from like my Instagram, but uh, yeah. So I grew up like <clears throat> working on farms and stuff. And yeah, essentially it's just, I got into plumbing because I thought that it would actually, I thought it would be easy. I was wrong. <laughs> but it's not just, electrical. <laughs> wow, my Shut gosh, up. here we go. <laughs> I just wanted That's to find... Way harder than plumbing ever will be. <laughs> There's too much math in electrical. There's just way too much math. Volts, amperage, watts. Yeah, I don't need all that. Laura. Find a job that was like as something that would secure my future and make sure that my horse was in good hands and that I'd always be able to take care of her because prior to plumbing, I had no construction experience or nothing and i i just wanted to find something that would make sure i was you know taken care of and my horse was taken care of yes, so that's, that's what pointed me in plumbing what's one of the things that i always say is go ahead <laughs> no I, I asked what the horse's name was oh, oh yeah my horse's name oh sure her name is fancy when i met her name was foxy and she was my riding coach's horse but she was like we got to change her name because she hates the name Foxy because she's a horse. So we changed it to Fancy and she picked up on her name real fast. She's she's smart. 
but she's actually really sassy. As she gets older, she, I swear to God, she gets sassier. She's starting to throw me sometimes, which is great. <laughs> and it actually concerns me. I'm worried about breaking a bone and just being like, can I still work? Because I need money. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I was going to say about the plumbing trade. That's one thing that I do say is that shit and piss is never going away. No. And that's one thing about horses or like working on a farm that actually makes you not too girly. Like you can't be grossed out by saying like there's poop everywhere and like horses abscess and stuff like that in their food. Uh So when you break those abscesses, it just smells like hot pus. I don't know. I was prepared for plumbing. I just didn't know it yet. Yeah. Growing up, my grandfather had a farm and he had steers and heifers and horses. Yeah. And I got chased down by a horse one time. And so I, I, I was deathly afraid of horses as I got older. Cause I'm gonna be honest, they, horses are a very intelligent beast. If they don't know you, they'll let you know in their stable that they don't know you. They'll kick the stable and they'll nip at you and stuff. Mm-hmm. But once they get used to you, they'll let you like pet them and, and bring them out. And it helped me get over my fear of, of horses. We only had one situation where a horse got out of pasture and we had to chase it down for 45 minutes. Oh, just try. Yeah. Yeah, trying to get this horse that's like rearing up on us, like stomping the ground. And I'm like freaking out. And like my buddies, he's like screaming at the horse, like talking to a person. He's Oreo, you better stop this nonsense now. Let me get your rings. And the horse would rear its head back when he tried to grab the rope. And it was, yeah, it was a fun situation. But it was definitely a, a learning experience for me. We They had two ponies there. They had a goat. The goat would headbutt you at any chance he could. Oh, you'd be walking, he's, yeah, he's mean. You'd, you'd be walking and all of a sudden you just feel this thing just like butt you in your ass and you'd like mm-hmm. be on the ground and this goat would be standing there and you're like, you <laughs> mother fucker, like you just, but it was oh, a I fun experience. Relate. Yeah, I've got crazy stories with horse farms as far as just service work and everything because on this side of town, that's, they come in, they come in plenty. I, I love horses. They remind me of like big dogs when I see them and the goat danger, like that reminded me of I rolled up on this one, I'll make this really quick. I rolled up on the, on this one property and I didn't even introduce myself to the client yet. I, I get out and the goats are just walking all over the place in the driveway. I'm, I'm opening the back of my truck and all of a sudden this goat comes up and he's going to attack me. <laughs> and I jump up in the back of the truck, up into the truck bed and I'm closing the door because he's like coming af- after me. <laughs> and then the client comes out and he has to get him away. I'm like, okay, we're off to a great start here. Grasshole, <laughs> dude. So I used to live on a farm in Oklahoma and we had goats and they would just jump all over the cars and everything. They would just stay up on the cars and dent up your fucking hood and your boots. <laughs> they don't just care. everything, they, man. They don't care. And you, you get to the point where you just start shoving them off of it, but they just get right back up on there. I, I guess it's in their blood though. My goats used to chase my dog around the yard and fucking harass my dog all the time and they're just they're mean animals dude i still have uh, nightmares about that yeah he's i, I envision him he it looked like he was chewing gum when he's looking at me like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you smug son of a bitch yeah. <laughs> I, I laura was... you were you were saying about the copper cutters so you have a another tool that you don't have that you are planning to get or want or anything like that uh I like a bandsaw, but they're expensive. <laughs> like I, I really like the deep cuts, Milwaukee. Yeah, they're just they're so cool. But honestly, it's something I more want than I need. I can just get it done with my sawzall. But that's something I'm looking into. On Christmas, I did get gift cards, so I bought the M12 urinal auger, which is pretty sweet. I'm not gonna lie, I really like that. So I, I'm caught up on tools that I want you, for now. You bought that instead of your company. 
I did, yeah. You think uh, it's expensive? Hey, Vader, sometimes we have to buy our own tools. But I'm, I'm working in a different situation. It's a family-owned, operated yeah. business. Yeah. I've bought all my tools. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think if I tried to expense it, they'd just tell me, fuck you, and pull it off the wall. Yeah. And just so I was going to say, I worked for a company where that's what he kept. I, like, I have a lot of tools, and I kept bringing, and he's okay, bring more and more. And I was like, mm -hmm. if you, I'm bringing everything. He's like, bring a B-tank, bring all this. I'm like, if, if I'm bringing everything, why the fuck am I working for you? I'll just bid on the job myself. Yeah. Right? Seriously, at that point, if you're, if you're having to buy your own B-tank. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I was like, all right, feel well, it. Yeah, buy your own B-tank. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, that yeah, is I don't, crazy. I don't buy my own B-tank, but yeah, like, it's all a drill, bandsaw. Bandsaw, we actually have a company one. But... But yeah, I'm just trying to think of where I left off there on that tool thing. Do you use ProPress or are you guys all solder? We do ProPress, but typically those are in quoted jobs. So a lot of times I'll post a video of me doing a quick repair on some half inch line. I get a thousand comments being like, why don't you ProPress? Because we have so many fleet trucks and not every single fleet truck, especially the second year apprentices, is going to have an $8,000 tool on our truck. It's not going to yeah. happen. Hey, you should yep. go on my TikTok. I don't <laughs> use TikTok. Isn't you that should weird? I yeah, just, it's not uh, weird. Just they just got one. I yeah, I literally <laughs> just started one. It's new to me. I'll be honest with you. If my my wife is not happy with me starting <laughs> it because I already invest all my time in Instagram, but I was persuaded by the plumber Lorian and Boston Plumbing Monster to get on and start doing stuff because apparently it's going to be the new platform. Um, I, I I'll say this. It's uh, it's different. I know your wife's on there too, man. Yep. I saw her. She's watching you. Who? <laughs> Who is? I said your wife's on there too. I yeah. Saw oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. She, I'll say this. It's one of those things. I don't even know if I want to be on there. I was going to lead into this conversation with the whole, if you can, Rigid is doing a lot of stuff for the up and coming trades, trades people. Yep. Vader. Trade tradesmen. People. You can still say oh. tradesmen. Tradesmen, tradespeople, actors. He said, it's, actor, like, he said it's like human. Yeah, yeah, but you human, 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 human. if you want to get an no, internal term of human, human comes from the Latin word of humos and homo, which means person or man You're and a homo, homo sapien. Anyway, the, the point is we're, we're man. Do what? You don't say he woman, you say human. Just no, like, but you say woman, and there's still man in that because man is from homo, which means like person. Anyway, yeah, so this kind of lovely it, weather it, we're it, having it, nowadays. Yeah, I love, lovely Sorry. Weather. Anyway, the point is, I'm saying, Laura, is that Rigid is really doing, trying to change the game right now. Compared to Milwaukee Pro Press to Rigid Pro Press, Rigid is thousand times like beyond Milwaukee. And I had to pay to have my Milwaukee Pro Press fixed. And Rigid, when they heard my Pro Press went down, they said, hey, ship it out to us and we'll ship it back to you and we'll fix it. And so far, I haven't gotten a bill. And they said there is no bill. So... That's oh, all I, I got to say about the, That's all I got to say about that with Rigid versus Milwaukee. Um, I think the Milwaukee one is actually mechanical where the Rigid one is hydraulic. Yeah, Ooh. but the Milwaukee one cost me was $300 and I had to go to Home Depot to get it fixed. And when I talked to the guy, he was like, well, I don't really know what's going on with it. and We'll just have to take it and see that what's sounds going like a on. Playhouse. I yeah. will say that Milwaukee has a decent warranty, so don't be knocking my pants like that. <laughs> Listen, all right. I'm 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 gonna tell you this much: Milwaukee's great and all, but they're getting a little gimmicky with all the stuff they're coming out with. Uh, I have a couple questions here, Danger. Go ahead. One, one. How much are they paying you to say this? And two, <laughs> how do I get paid to say this stuff? 
I just love Rigid and what they did for me. So nothing. I did have a question as far as being a woman in the in the plumbing trade and your kind of your perspective as a whole. It's hard to gauge, I guess, but do you feel it's obviously better? There's more of a number wise, like it's higher than it used to be, or is it declining? Because I think the trades is in general are declining right now. At least 37%. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked. I saw Odie posted on their Instagram that like most of the people in trades are a few years away from retirement. And I was yep. shocked by that. And then, yeah. So I don't know what we have to do to get more people into trades. I think. Dirty job. That's what we have to do. But here's the thing is I know people ask me things like, how could you get like more women into trades? But I think we don't even have to focus on that really. It's just getting like new young people into trades. And we have yeah. to figure out a way to correct the misconception of how trades people are. People think that trades are for dummies or that trade work is like below them. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And so we have to remove that stigma and correct them and let them know that you have to be like careful. You have to be smart to plumb, to be an electrician, because if you fucked it up, people can be exposed to sewer gases. They can experience backups. People like in electrical, you can set people's houses on fire. If you do this stuff wrong, like their consequences are dire. So like you have to do it right. And to do it right, you have to put time in and be smart. So like it's a big yeah. responsibility to be in the trade. So... Yeah, they just need to get young people to realize that this is a rewarding career where you can be taken care of and it's not necessarily the cleanest job, but it's not a dummy job. Peter had talked about this before, about like how we have this stigma, how the media has this stigma where you watch a movie or something or a TV show and they show some guy showing up in overalls and he's like, yeah, but it's going to cost you a lot and that's going to be a lot. And he's dirty and he's got this loud toolbox and everything. And he's a dummy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's the way I look at it is like Home Depot is a blessing and a sin because more, more some, sin. Yeah, nowadays some hack yeah. can just come and some handyman can come. Oh, I can fix that for you for a buck and yeah. do it all <laughs> shitty because... Yes. Shark bite city. Yeah. Well, I, I, question yeah. for you guys. When you guys walk into Home Depot, does at least one person ask you if you work there? Or is that just a me thing? It, well, well, go ahead, Peter. Especially when you're, if you're in uniform or company attire, they just think that you know something because you're in that section looking confident. Yep. That's usually what happens to me. Ah, 25 yeah. Parks and Rec with Ron Swanson where he's in the hardware store and yeah, said, hey, I know more than you yeah and he goes I know more than you that's how I feel <laughs> yeah. when I walk in there a lot of times we wanted to know your thoughts on porta potties oh, <laughs> <right for> women. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I'm not yeah. included in that <laughs> uh, I, I don't like them <laughs> they're, they're not like really the worst it's just like in the summers when they heat up now it's not so much of an issue because I'm commercial service but when I was doing new builds and then like on the weekends in the summers, they they get really ripe. I don't know if anybody <laughs> knows this, but if you close the lid on the thing after you leave, it the heck, yeah, it vents. But people don't do that. It's ripe in the summer, and then in the winter, it's really cold in there. And I don't actually, I don't really sit on the toilet seat at all. I squat and hang onto the handle and pray I don't fall. <laughs> yeah. I think all I of we're getting the real answers here. We're getting the yeah. real answers. I'm not so yeah. I'm not gonna lie. So I've worked on a couple sites where they had both men and women, and I always went to women's anyways because it was ten times cleaner. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, totally. If I have to use a restroom, commercial building, and like the bathrooms are out of order, and there's the women's bathroom, 
Like I'll slap that out of order sign on the women's and I'll go use it just because I one day you're wired at a ceiling fan and another day using their shock bike. <laughs> things called pro press. <laughs> and it was great to have you on here. Do you guys have any other questions for her? I, I, if you were talking to a group of women, young women or kids and stuff, what's something that you would tell them about the trade community that would give them a peace of mind to at least say, Hey, you can do this. Like. It's not just for your dad, your brothers, your friends. It's for you yeah. too. What's something that you would want to give to the potential future women of this world that are looking at the trade communities as a whole and just maybe thinking about it and unsure about it? I would let them know that it's the kind of job where you can take a step back from what you've done and feel some pride and a sense of accomplishment and it makes you feel good about yourself. You also get a lot of praise from it too. My parents love me whenever they have an issue in their house. They're like, hey, Laura. <laughs> and so do my aunts and my uncles. And it's a, it's really good because you can feel proud of yourself. And that skill that you learn being in a trade, regardless of if you get fired or what happens laid off, that knowledge that you have, that skill you've acquired stays with you. And so I would definitely encourage anybody to join a trade just for that reason alone awesome answer yeah perfect like and and joining a trade say it be plumbing you also learn electrical carpentry like you're pretty handy at being mm -hmm. able to do more things as well i wouldn't go wiring an entire house that's yeah ricky's job hooking up a water heater that's part of our trade yeah yeah and oh, I, one thing I would add, I guess, specifically to women, if they're worried about, I don't know, having like male coworkers or whatever, I've never had a bad experience with any of my journeymen, fellow apprentices, anybody. Everybody's always been really welcoming to me. Some people are like shocked to see me, but they never, even when they bring it up, they never mean anything bad by it. I've had nothing but really good experiences in the trade and I've been treated very well from people in real life and on the Instagram community as well. I encourage everybody to go into it because it's really great. It's such a good job, as you guys know. Oh, that I did have a question on Instagram. How many men like or simps go into your DX? Look at your woman. Oh, in the fuck. Okay. No uh, name. There's often, your answer. But there was <laughs> yeah. one person who told me that his grandfather was a plumber and he has an antique tool that was his grandfather and he wanted to give it to me and i was like no this is mm. something you should keep for yourself but if i was like a ruthless naked person who just wanted to take everything from him and be like yeah fuck yeah you stupid moron give it to me <laughs> like he's giving it to me and i was just i had to explain to him why he should keep his stuff yeah, yeah. that's yeah that's sad i don't know i, I but I, i'm always nice to them like i don't I try not to leave people on red, but if they get too much, like I, I'm very quick with the block button. Like I don't want to. For sure. Um, yeah. You have to be. Yeah. I'm just really quick with that. I don't engage. I don't. Yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't worry, Laura. I, I, once you get higher followings, you get some interesting ones. I, I, and I'm and I, we've talked about this. We don't post anything about our families because it gets a little weird when you get yeah. higher up. I put my kids into one of my story posts and I get this message from a couple people and, and they were just in there for a split second. The kids were in the background and kid, the guy's asking me, how old are they? And it was getting creepy. Yeah. Never doing that again. Yeah. Uh, if, so. You really do want to keep your personal life separate because yes. um, I tagged my fiance in my story 
And people actually went on messaging him on probably bot accounts, the accounts where they have zero posts and yeah, just throwaway accounts. Yeah, exactly. Throwaway accounts and just like talking shit to him. And, and it happened within the 24 hours of me posting him on my story. And I was like, wow, like I had to keep everything like yep. in terms of private, like separate. And that's when I thought maybe I shouldn't post anything about my horse anymore. Can they like narrow down the location of her and yeah i don't know maybe i'm overthinking it but yeah you really gotta be careful what you put on there yeah my wife asked me that one time how come i don't bring up my family and Mm -hmm. that's i told her it's because plum and danger told me not to essentially yeah Yeah. it's one of those things that you have to separate and it's one of those things that it can get a little serious. Yeah, and that's exactly what I do. I have a, a personal account, actually, that I don't use because I swear, like, my plumbing adventure takes up all of my life. And- yeah, you, you said women in the trade being worried about working with men. The way I've said it to a couple of my coworkers because they've asked, how is it when I have worked with a woman? And I said, you just treat them as if they're the, there's no difference. You treat mm-hmm. them as if they're a man, a friend, whatever. They're just people. You don't yeah, treat them any for sure. Any- thing I will say is I've actually never been yelled at. And I think that's because people are actually uncomfortable yelling at me because I'm a girl. And I'm sure I've had, you know, times where I've deserved a little bit of a shakedown. Yeah. But yeah. So if anything, it's actually been to my benefit. And it certainly has been on Instagram, too. Yeah. Like- I've, I have experience with that where a bad experience where a guy did yell at a woman and she wrote him up to HR lying saying that he sexually assaulted her Ooh. and then he yeah and he got fired wow yeah so that's actually I, I, yeah, yeah so i know some yeah. guys that is why they're afraid to yell when i i'm not afraid to yell I'll tell you what i think but yeah and i say yell i don't mean yell i just mean be stern yeah so, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, but anyway laura it was great having you on here and i know everybody here enjoyed talking to you and getting to know you and we wish you the best of luck on instagram and, and your job and everything and We'd definitely like to have you back later on down the road. And yeah, I would love that. Honestly, this was a lot of fun, guys. And I've been listening to your podcast now. As soon as I realized it existed, I went down like a rabbit hole. So yeah, it's really cool to be on here. You guys are awesome. So thank you for having me. I have a lot of fun. Thank you. I was going to ask you, Laura, are you you a Star Wars fan? When you were listening to the episodes, did you? I am, of course, like. The classic Star Wars movies and then the new ones. And I've, of course, watched Mandalorian. Yeah, I love them. Laura's going to be back for a Star Wars podcast. Now. Yeah. So that's what I was saying. Yeah. That would be awesome. Or after we get a bunch of hate mail for having you on and we'll have to have to have Not a part two. Me by my pronouns. It was awesome talking to you, Laura. We will definitely have you back on. And I, I appreciate everybody listening to this podcast. Have a great day. Peace. And we'll see you on the next one. Howdy ho. We're back. Wicked. <laughs> Another episode. This is a late yeah, night. Yeah. You better get your beers out because we're going to keep going.